Hey, welcome to Good Old Fashioned Theology, which is the podcast where we drink old fashions and talk theology. This is Father Chris Stoley, and with me is Dr. Lance Lucas. Um, and today we've got a pretty special treat for you. We're going to be doing our first mailbag episode. Um, so before we begin, Lance, how about you start us off with prayer? Sounds good. And the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Heavenly Father, open our hearts to hear you and to listen to you and to enter into this time as we learn more about you. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Lance. Father Stoli. You're like hearing the flesh, man. This is this is a, a new uh new new charted area that we're uncharted Ab- area, I guess. Absolutely <laughs> unprecedented. Yes. Um so you and Paige are back. We are, we're back for a little while. Good old Nebraska for, for some time. Got a graduation, dental school graduation, got some friends graduating, I guess tomorrow of recording this, so it's pretty fun. So sweet. And we just had a sweet photo we shoot too. One of the coolest things I think I've ever done in my life. Maybe it's a little childish, but I don't care. It was oh, incredible. Man, it was awesome. Stay tuned. Check out our newly established Facebook page. To see. Right? Yeah. Yeah. We'll put the link in our that. Whole... Oh, man. That was hilarious. <laughs> that whole thing. Uh, shout out to Suzanne Greenquist, who opened our house to us. Um, opened her house to us. Yeah. That, a sweet, that was a sweet study. That was a sweet study. The, the house in general was sweet. And the property, I mean, they. it's incredible. Paige was there, and she was just in complete awe of it. But that study oh, was yeah. that up. study was cool. Yeah, fireplace. Oh man, man, man. I could I could stay there quite a bit. We were it was a little little funny because I mean we were sitting there at two o'clock in the afternoon on a Wednesday drinking old fashioned. Just but, drinking an old fashioned. It was awesome. Man, so. uh, man. I had, it's been a long time since so I've laughed that much. Yeah, mostly it was weird because there were parts that we like we had to look at each other. Yeah, <laughs> and gazing into each other's eyes was a little strange. Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, it was an experience, that's for sure. That is for sure. Yeah. Okay. But it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, so today, like Father Stoli said, we're planning on kind of reaching into the mailbag a little bit. And last time we talked a lot about indulgences, and we got a lot of great feedback on that. People really liked it, but they had some more questions. Um, and in our mailbag, we, we saw that there's uh, quite a bit of questions about indulgences. So we figured that we should take a little bit of extra time um, in this this podcast to talk about the indulgences and kind of go a little bit over just some, you know, brief touch up of what we talked about last time with the history and then just talk about a couple others. There's, there's some good questions about it. So yeah, with that, you know, Father Stoli, I guess maybe it'd be good if you wanted to kind of start just a little bit of some background again, just catch us up to date based off of sure. what we talked about last time on indulgences. Yeah. So um, just to give a little context, when we did this on, we talked about the divine mercy and the indulgence that kind of comes with, you know, that devotion, right? Especially on Divine Mercy Sunday. Afterwards, we did get a few questions. One of them that really kind of sparked the idea to have this mailbag was a question that said, um, can someone who's been really bad go to heaven right away when they die if someone offers one for them? Um, And that there's some doubts with that and all that stuff, which is a fantastic question. Um, But to kind of answer it, I think it would be good to go back to kind of like the... uh, Kind of a, an introductory question, yeah. Right, like what is an indulgence? How are we going to do it? We won't spend a ridiculous amount of time on it, of course, but yeah, uh, just like a quick little review. Um, an indulgence, um, it's the forgiveness of sins. Well, it's the it's the forgiveness of temporal punishment due to sin, right? So um, nothing impure can enter heaven. That we know. Yeah, uh, you can only be pure to enter God's presence. We see it all over Scripture, and. Um, you know, so if that's the case, 
uh, we need all the help we can get. And since the Lord gave us the forgiveness of sins through his church, the church has been able to establish and institute different things mm. uh, that are not necessarily sacraments, but are more sacramental. Okay. So the only sacrament that forgives sins, of course, is confession. Right. Uh, hence why it's one of the re prerequisites for an indulgence. Gotcha. Um, and actually, we had a good confession question, too. If we have some time, this is kind of an abbreviated session for us uh, right. because of things going on. But if mass, the, uh, and, stuff, mass yeah. and all that jazz. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if, but the only, the only, the only true forgive, actual forgiveness of sins comes through, through confession, mm -hmm. right after baptism. Right. So, um, an indulgence, uh, what that is, is it's not so much the forgiveness of sins or even the forgiveness of a debt. It's actually the payment of the debt. Okay. So um, it's not that someone, it's not that we've gone to someone we're in debt to and we say, I can't pay this back. And they say, yeah, it's okay. Yeah. It's, I can't pay this debt, but someone comes forward and says, I'll pay it. Interesting. Right. And so the one who pays it, of course, is Jesus. Right. Right. Of right? course. Yeah. So we have all these different indulgences. You can get some, some really good works, um, some really good books. Or It's like there's the... The Handbook of Indulgences. Oh, yeah, you've got them right yeah, over there. Right um, the Handbook of Indulgences, the Manual of Indulgences. It just has this list of all these indulgences and then the different things that you need to do with it uh, in, order to, in order to get the indulgence. Yeah. Sure. And then it tells you if it's temporal, if it's plenary. Um, a plenary indulgence is um, all of your temporal punishment is removed in purgatory. Uh, and um, temporal indulgence means that some of your. Gotcha time in purgatories now just a brief Take on that the temporal versus um yeah you know planetary is there i'm gonna say level of like amount that you have to do for the temporal amount that you have to do for you know yeah planetary. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah okay. whatever that looks like i mean there time doesn't really exist when you're dead right. <laughs> so sure. um sometimes like there used to be this thing in the church where it was like 500 years was taken off of your time or mm -hmm. 20 years was taken up, but <laughs> years don't, aren't really a thing. Right. So, um, all, so we've really boiled it down to everything is taken up or some of it, but what does some look like? That can vary. It can, varies from person to person. Right. So, yeah. So who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Um, but all this kind of presumes that, um, we know that purgatory is a piece of the puzzle. Mm-hmm. So temporal punishment is what we call purgatory. So that whole idea of nothing impure going to heaven kind of presupposes that, well, if I die and I'm impure, but I haven't lived, done anything in my life that merits hell. Right. What do you, what do I, what do I, what happens then? Because mm -hmm. if, if there's this idea that, you know, the cross of Christ completely forgives me of my sins and that's true, but only if I accept it. Yeah. Right. Only if I accept the Lord and I accept his cross and I accept what he's done for me. And how many of us does that perfectly? <laughs> I think only one. <laughs> yeah. Really, yes. And that would be me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. I'm... Yeah. Don't tell me when I said that. Although now it's public. Yeah. It's all out there now. It's all out there now. So now everyone knows that I'm immaculate. Um, but the idea is that... Um, you know, since no one is pure, there has to be this kind of this sloughing off or this purification. And that's where purgatory comes in. It's a purging or a purgation of uh, of our of our attachment to sin and our sins itself. Mm -hmm. 
So it's not so much that we're being forgiven this debt as much as it is it's being paid for us. And we're and the the application of that payment is done at a certain at like I suppose at a different time, I suppose you could say. Yeah. So instead of it being that whole purgative process, it's just kind of expedited by the payment of the debt through Jesus. And we can help with expediting that through yes. these indulgences by here on earth mm -hmm. okay. to help yeah. our time i guess shorten again if we're going to think in a timely way kind of shorten that time in purgatory yeah our our own time or yeah. the time of others um, we can apply them um we can apply to others uh as well um i've got this really good book here it's called signs of life by scott Hahn. i'm not a particular scott Hahn fan <laughs> but um i do like this book um and what it is is it goes through all these different sacramentals and the sacraments itself, but especially the sacramentals. Mm. It kind of explains them and explains some of the scriptural um, basis for a lot of these things. But for um, indulgences, he mentions a couple of things, but the one that I never really thought about was um, Moses. Mm. You know, So they go and um, the Israelites, they make this golden calf. Well, it's actually a bull. Um, but to downplay what it is, they say it's a calf. And um, after he grinds it up and makes them drink it, uh, he goes and he goes to the Lord and says, Remember Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, your servants to whom you swore by yourself and said to them, I will multiply your descendants. So he didn't try and plead the cause of the current generation. He tried to, he tried to kind of bring in the merits of the patriarchs. Yeah, yeah. The old patriarchs. The ancestors. Um, yeah. Uh, to be applied to the, to the, um, to their offspring, I guess. But the, the issue is um, that uh, they, don't, they don't have merit of themselves. Right. Right. And neither do we. The only one who has merit is Jesus. So, and that's who Moses was kind of trying to intercess for. Of, you know, yeah, he was interceding to the Lord kind of through the, through the, uh, through the patriarchs. Right. right. So historically, We've kind of seen that as a good way of trying to apply the merits of someone else to our own mm -hmm. salvation. Uh, but in our day, that's Jesus. Right. right? So right. we don't really go through the saints for an indulgence. Um, we go through Jesus himself, specifically with the body. You know, so uh, we have, you know, the binding and loosing that Jesus talks about in the mm -hmm. Gospels where he says, what you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Right. Loose on earth and loosed in heaven. We've always seen that as a forgiveness of sins thing. Right. So right. after he gives the church this power to enjoy um, the forgiveness of sins and the ability to forgive sins right. and the ability to kind of bring us closer and closer to God, um, it's kind of changed how it's been manifested, I guess. But one of the main ways we see it is through the practice of indulgences. Gotcha. If gotcha. all of that makes sense yeah. to everybody. Yeah. That, yeah, that kind of makes sense to me. It clears things up a little bit for me, mm -hmm. being able to understand. I mean, it's, it's all helping participate in helping our soul, helping other souls, um, mm -hmm. truly and ultimately getting to heaven. We're all brothers and sisters in Christ, and so doing what we can for each other and yeah. for ourselves to help better mm -hmm. the kingdom of heaven. Yeah. And then the acquisition of an indulgence is kind of a process. Uh, I mean, it's not like you just say, 
Lord, I want an indulgence. And then you got it. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's where the manual and the handbook right. of indulgences comes so in. So it's it's kind of three yeah. main three main things, correct? It's mm -hmm. through, through some prayer, um, to confession, and then um, what was the so the the, the main the basic main ones is through you have to be you have to go to confession within seven days of right. the event. Be in a state of uh, cleansing or yeah, be in a state of grace of right. some kind. Receive communion and then have a detachment from sin. The fourth one is, of course, doing the act itself. Gotcha. Um, but there's a fifth one actually that I forgot about last time, which is uh, praying for the Pope's intentions. Hmm. So um, when you have those kind of those five steps, you've gained the indulgence. Okay. And if you go for the plenary indulgence and you can't like do it perfectly, mm -hmm. it just becomes a temp temporal temporal indulgence. indulgence. So. It's not like you. It's not like an all or nothing right, right. kind of a thing, which is helpful for me because um, I was worried that because of my own attachments to sin, that I would not be able to get any indulgence for a long time. But once I began to understand indulgences, I calmed down a little bit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at the end so, of the day, like yeah. you really are trying to, like I said, better yourself and better mm -hmm. your soul, um, and try yeah. to make it as as pure as it can be, and so. Even doing just a little bit is going to be, like you said, maybe you're trying to go for the full big one the here, but full Monty you, can, on that. Yeah. you shoot for the moon, you, you still get out into the space sometimes. Yeah. Look so, yeah. this guy, right? So, <laughs> yeah, that's, and if you can get, if you get that, right. So, part of that, um, you know, one of the questions we had in our, in our no bag here was about, um, I, I, we can talk a little bit about confession here. Just kind of talk about that. Like, sure. Help us. I guess to understand what are the steps we should be taking before confession uh, to help make that confession valid. Yeah. So actually, to make the confession valid, it's actually pretty easy. Okay. You need the priest. You need the penitent. Okay. Uh, the person going to confession. Right. Uh, and then from there, all you need is um, the confession of sins, mm -hmm. contrition, and absolution, mm. and then you're set. Now contrition, contrition is sorrow for sins. You could just call it that. Um, but sometimes you people kind of wonder, well, what if I I'm not totally sorry for it? Yeah, that's called attrition versus contrition. Contrition is I'm sorry for my sins and I never want to do them again. Right. It has that resolve to not sin anymore. Attrition is I'm not sorry, but I want to be. I got like you. I want to be sorry. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so or I don't want to sin anymore, but I have this attachment to it. Um, we can work with that. Okay. You know, so any leeway, God's going to use it, right? right? So um, when you go to confession, as long as you confess your sins, you say your act of contrition, you get absolution, it's a valid confession. Yeah. Okay. Um, but to have a good confession, like one that's, uh, and a good confession by definition is just, it's complete. Like you've gone in, you've relieved yourself of the sin, mm -hmm. your, yourself of the sins. And then you go. Yeah. Um, whether you feel that consolation afterwards or not is not relevant. It's did I say the sins I needed to say? Yeah. And if you do, congratulations. You've done a valid <laughs> confession. Great. Um, and you've done a good confession. Yeah. But to make a great confession, it starts actually way before you even walk into the box. Mm. Uh, you have to make a. You need to make an uh, an examination of conscience. Yeah. An examination of conscience is. Your list of sins, right? It just kind of goes through. It makes you think, and I, I 
that's something that I try to do. Like I said, I enjoy yeah. doing a little examination of consciousness before. Uh, it allows me to think back and think about it since, okay, well, one, when was the last time I went? And two, what happened in between there? <laughs> Obviously, there's a lot of things that yeah. are, are lost in between, but you know, at least if I just went into the confessional without having any of that preparation, I'd be lost. <laughs> and, yeah, it also makes it a lot more efficient because a lot of, sometimes you get, if you get someone who hasn't come, doesn't come in prepared, it's like Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. And they're silent. And then it's just awkward silence yeah. for a while. And then they sit there and like, I'm sure there's more, I'm sure there's more, I'm sure there's more. Well, instead of being worried about remembering everything as soon as you walk in, mm -hmm. that's what the examination is for. Right, right. Uh, so you're compiling the list of things that you need to yeah. you need to confess. And once in a while, I mean, once in a while you come and you just genu for, genuinely forget what you had on mm -hmm. your list. Oh, yeah. That yeah. happens. <laughs> um, it happens frequently. But you can tell the difference between I just forgot and I want, I'm not prepared. Yeah. Like, there's a pretty clear difference. Yeah. One of the things I like to do, too, before going to confession is looking at uh, the, the seven deadly sins. I oh, yeah. kind of keep those at my, my root there, and I, I go through those seven deadly sins and say, okay, where have I sinned in this deadly mm -hmm. sin? Because, I mean, that is the root, the foundation yeah. of our sins. And then I can go, okay, I can tell I've been prideful. Okay, well, where exactly have I been prideful? Yeah. Or where have I been lazy kind of deal? And being able to work through those at least helps me work through my examination of consciousness a little smoother because oh, yeah. sometimes i mean you get, get those lists and you can look up different examination concepts oh, yeah. and there's all over the place i mean there's a ton but it at least mm -hmm. helps me narrow down uh and it's maybe more looking at in the negative negative side the sinful side yeah. but i am also preparing yeah. for confession and so yeah. um that's helped me just being able to look at the root of mm -hmm. it and then kind of dive into those specifics a little bit a little sure. bit more there writing them down obviously helps a ton being able yeah. to write them out Mm -hmm. um, I used to always think that going to confession, I needed to be like no phone or no notes or anything like that. And yeah. the more I've gone to confession, the older I've gone, I'm like, no, I kind of need my phone or my notes or like my yeah. bullet points to that way I make sure I remember. Because yeah. yeah, you can get in there and you can forget and that's, you space that's, it. that's yeah. okay. But um, it doesn't mean that you're making a bad confession because you have your phone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and a pro tip. Um, we actually don't have our phones with us and neither should anyone else because they record things. Oh, so I, it's, you don't want on Amazon suddenly <laughs> just starts because we've all had that moment where like, you're talking to someone about, you know, I need some resin right. or something. And then all of a sudden on your Amazon account, it just oh, pops, it up all pops up. Yeah. So maybe, a, you know, a journal or yeah, it might be good to like a sticky note or a note right. card or something. Right. That's good. That's good. Um, yeah. And we don't have our phones with us for the same reason. It yeah. breaks the seal of confessional. Right. So, um, we don't have our phones with us for that very reason. Yeah. So, um, after you do your examination, whether it's seven deadly sins, I'm also a big fan of the 10 commandments and the eight beatitudes. Mm. I also recommend the corporal works of mercy, looking through those, like, have I been doing these corporal works of mercy? Um, and, uh, once you've compiled your list, you go in and, uh, then you begin. Yeah. Uh, and, um, as you do your confession, Really, all you need, if you want to be a good confession, tell me your sins. <laughs> um, it's oftentimes people will start with, well, my sister, or my dad, or my husband did this. And then but you, what did you do? Yeah. I, oh, I got mad. Okay. Let's start with that. Yeah. Um, stories are helpful for context. But outside of that, just tell me what you did. I don't need to know 
how you lied. Just tell me you lied. Gotcha. Okay. Um, and and it, it needs to be specific. We always say like um, number and kind. So if you know that you lied 10 times, you say, I've lied 10 times. Yeah. If it's kind of more habitual, I've lied a lot. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, I missed mass twice on Sundays. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some number and kind. Gotcha. Uh, so if you can do number and kind, that's where you're at. Um, and you must confess your mortal sins, and you should confess your venial sins. Right. Right. So um, if you get all of your mortal sins out of the way, and then as many of the venial sins as you can remember, mm-hmm. again, number and kind, do your act of contrition. Congratulations, you yeah. got a good confession. All right. Yeah. I like that's cool. So I guess going going to probably our, our last main question and circling back to the indulgences. I mean, like I said, with the indulgence, going to confession mm-hmm. and having that detachment from sin is important. But that question that we kind of started off there, I mean, someone can someone who has been really bad go to heaven right away if they die, if someone offers one for them? I mean, is that is that true or is that more of like the indulgence is kind of helping with that process? I mean, oh, what's the Christian cool. thing on that? Yeah. <laughs> so I, an indulgence isn't a free ticket. Yeah, okay. you know, it's not like you get an indulgence and then you're in heaven, right? <laughs> so, I mean, justice has to be served. Mm-hmm. Ideally, um, and mercifully, honestly, like the if we want to live good, true Christian mercy, we absolutely would want and would desire for our indulgence to be applied to like the worst, quote unquote, the worst soul right. in purgatory. Right. Um, you know, and chances are pretty high that if someone's really bad, they probably don't even make it to purgatory. Right. We hope they did. Right. We hope that they. We certainly hope they did, especially in mercy and Christian charity. But yeah, just realistically, if someone's really bad, what are the chances? Right. Not zero. Not zero, mm-hmm. of course. And especially with our hope, with Christian hope and Christian charity, I would love for. I hope Judas is in heaven. You know, right. but is he? I don't know. I'm. I've never been there. Uh. So, <laughs> and I've never been to purgatory. Right. Although once in a while I wonder if the parish is my purgatory. <laughs> but it's uh, any any priest will tell you that that's funny. So feel free to laugh. But it's you know, it's not a free ticket. Yeah. You know, so if I know that there's someone who really struggle in life and my hope is that they get to heaven, and it should be my hope that they get to heaven, mm-hmm. I absolutely should offer indulgences for that person. Right. And if they've been really bad and I offer a plenary indulgence to them, for them, not to them, but for them. Yeah. Um, my hope is that they would go to heaven. Right? Yeah. Realistically, probably would not be a straight shot. Yeah. Right? Um, yeah. It would probably be temporal for them, right. um, depending on what attachments they have that need to be purified. Because, like I said, it's not uh, it's not an immediate fix. Right. And it's not like you it's not like you bypass purgatory. It's mm-hmm. just that the purgation happens quicker. You, you right? still potentially go there. It's mm-hmm. just a matter. Of- the, again, we think in time, but really yeah. the, the length that you were there. Yeah, be... you're doing penance. Right. You're doing penance. Right. So all it does is shorten the penance. It doesn't decrease its intensity. It doesn't decrease, you know, the fact that you have to that you have to be there. Mm-hmm. It doesn't decrease the amount of penance. It just decreases how much time you take. So um, it's, the, I would love for like the worst person there to just like have only been there for like what we would call one day. Right. 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 <laughs> you know, with the plenary indulgence. But that means that all of the intense suffering, all of the intense penance, um, the the depth of the penance, the depth of the of the purification, it all happens, but it happens 
less at a, at a quicker pace right right whether that's quote unquote immediate <laughs> by our definition or if it's right. just over a shorter period of time yeah so um do they go to heaven right away i hope so but honestly i doubt it yeah you know, just because i but also at the same time it depends on you know the level of right there's a lot of, of there's a lot of factors and yeah there's so many factors ultimately I, kind of we touched on the last time with divine mercy mm -hmm. you know having mercy for others and that's really what indulgences seemed that i'm kind of gathering from this is it's yeah. just us asking for mercy or giving mercy to others kind of deal and yeah. giving mercy to, to the souls in purgatory helping our souls and having mercy for others and for ourselves kind yeah. of deal. it's a specific application of divine mercy yeah is what it is yeah um because at, at its very heart this is a great question but at the same time we also have to remember that at its heart um, we have to remember that Jesus died for them too. Yeah. Right. So it doesn't matter how good or how bad someone is. Jesus died for that person. Right. Uh, so that person absolutely needs the mercy of God. And actually, according to what Jesus told St. Faustina, that person who's the worst of sinners has the greatest right to his mercy. Right. Mm. So if there's someone really bad in purgatory and I apply an indulgence to that person, I absolutely hope that it, just go shoots them through. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, um, I hope so. You know, I, I mean, well, realist, that's the realist part of me is like the, the, the realistic part of me is like, I, it probably doesn't just, it doubts too. Straight shot. Yeah. But yeah, that's not for me to know. No. And that's not for us to make the decision either. Yeah. Luckily. Luckily. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Glad I'm not in that, that person's shoes. Yeah, that. The Lord can keep that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I just apply indulgences left and right as much as you can to yourself or to yeah. others. Yeah, I definitely recommend. I'm running page and I plan on getting manual of indulgence and the handbook indulgence. I, Both very good. Cool. Yeah. yeah, the manual of indulgences is a little bit more complete, but the okay. handbook is, is really enough. good. Yeah, yeah. Soon enough. And we'll put both those in the show notes. We'll put that book. Um, the, Signs of Life. Signs yeah. of Life. Scott Hahn. Scott Hahn. We'll put that in the show notes too. Um, people can know and had a couple of people ask me what book was that again so <laughs> um yeah that's good anything else on indulgences really honestly i think we covered it um if we remember that jesus died for everybody good and bad and then we remember those kind of those five steps you know what the you know what indulgences are yeah you know so go indulge go indulge <laughs> i think that, that let's, let's end in prayer let's in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy spirit Amen. Amen. Lord God, we thank you for this day and we thank you for the opportunity to come together. Um, we thank you for the safe travels that Paige and, and Lance have been able to have so far. Um, we ask that you continue to bless their journey as they go to Lincoln and then return to Wyoming. Um, we ask that you continue to bless all of us uh, in our endeavors and our plans and to help us follow your will in all things. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. And for the souls in purgatory, may eternal, re eternal rest grant unto them, O Lord and let perpetual light shine upon them. May their souls and the souls of all the faithful departed through the mercy of God rest in peace. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Awesome. Well, this was a joy. Yes. Sitting in front of We're in person. This holy person that he admitted. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> yes, that's never going to, I'll never live that down. Nope, nope, you won't. <laughs> I just uh, feel so blessed. I'm just, <laughs> you should feel blessed. That's right. You absolutely Confidence. should feel blessed. <laughs> uh, well, this is good. The photo shoot was awesome. I, I mean, I had so much fun. But...
we'll definitely have uh, some profile pics for the years to come. I, oh I yeah, that's what we got. We took so many. Oh yeah, we, we did not so expect many. it to be the length that it was. Oh yeah, we were there for like two hours. So we were only going to be there for four minutes. <laughs> that was crazy. Uh, very good. But all right, great. Well, be sure to check us out on Facebook, everybody. We yeah. just started a little page. Facebook, um, Twitter. We'll put them both in the show notes, and uh, yeah, keep sending keep sending questions in. We'll keep mm-hmm. continue to to answer as as always. I mean, this is about uh, interactive podcast and getting questions from from listeners and from me and from everyone. So it's awesome. Sounds great, man. Good. Well, until next time. Until next time. See you, fellas. See ya. <laughs>